the argument is that like oh like women's basketball is like less mm -hmm. entertaining to watch so there's less viewership and then in turn like less revenue in turn like they get paid but it's like a trickle down effect yeah. right yeah. which i'm like okay i do understand that mm -hmm. from a purely economical standpoint mm -hmm. but it's like what do you do to solve this right like what do you what do you do yeah. to like what, what what's the solution here and instead of like oh women are worse like like basketball players and then yeah. they're less entertaining to watch and therefore like fuck that right yeah. like shouldn't we be thinking of ways of of how to like market them better yeah right like how to like make watching like make it more like hype women's ncaw make like WNBA more hype that's a great point man you know what i'm seeing on twitter a lot recently what? well it's always a discourse when you follow canadians in tech <laughs> on twitter but it's a lot of talk about why why does toronto and canada have all this good talent but why are they all leaving for the us of a yeah man and it's tough and you see it a lot in tech dude you see it a lot in tech like a lot of a lot of especially waterloo grads just like there's no shortage of good talent in canada i don't think anybody is arguing so, that. absolutely but but like it's just so much more attractive for young people to go to the states dude um it's the I us just, of a like bro a, the us of a <laughs> land of opportunity man I, I it's just a vicious cycle of like good talent leaving canada because there's better opportunity and better pay in the states mm -hmm. and because all the good talent are going to the us of a right all the good companies and like you know brands and everything are getting built in the states mm -hmm. and then VCs are like, oh, all the good companies are in the States, so we're not going to pour money into Canada. Mm -hmm. And then because there's no money being poured into Canada, there's less companies being yeah. built in Canada. Yeah. So all the good founders leave and go to the States. Yeah. And it's a vicious cycle. It is. Right? It is. And I don't know what the answer is to solve. Because I think, like, I, I'm, I, like, I mean, I'm terrible because I'm a hypocrite because I left Canada to go to Literally, the States. Literally, yeah. You're New York. Um, you're one of right? the guys. So, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, I am definitely a hypocrite, but what do we do to stop this, right? Like, yeah. I love Toronto. I think Toronto has a lot of redeeming qualities as a city. But, like, how, like, how do we retain good talent? So, I think I have been seeing, and maybe it's just because I'm keeping up with it more, but there are, there's a good amount of, new startups and venture capital going into these new startups in Canada. There, there are quite a bit that I see some pretty big deals that are getting funded and, and out West there's a bunch of startups and I've, I've seen a lot of promising stuff, but I think ultimately, dude, I don't think there's an answer because just the way our country set up, like just in terms of like taxes and a lot of reasons of like earning potential and things like that in the States and the innovation that happens there is just a, just foundational to who they are and foundational to who we are. And so like, I think, I think it's, it's hard because Dude, like there's the no top Canadian yeah. talent can just graduate yeah. and go to the States and make double, if not triple. Dude. Right. And like the, then what they could make at the best tech entry level tech job in Canada. Dude. And like, it's not even just, it's, it's not even check. It's, it's also like banking and consulting and any sort of profession. It's like times exactly. 10 in the U S. And so, like, dude, bankers, starting bankers, tech, management consulting, like, you know, they're coming out of school making six figures now just with, you know, the job wage and everything flying out. Like, it's it's insanely competitive in those higher tier jobs. Yeah. But like, yeah, man, my, like, it's- Multiple it's, six figures, man. In, when you, when yeah, you go down south. Yeah. Multiple six. Yeah. And it's, with it's bonus like, and everything, say, yeah. How do you say no to that? How do you say no to that? How, why, like, 
what is the incentive to stay in Canada, right? Like, especially also like with the high taxes here, man. Yeah. Like, like, like you were saying earlier, like the blended tax rates of of provincial and federal. Yeah. Is just insane. Right? Yeah. That doesn't compare to any of the tax rates in even the most expensive states, like yeah. New York. There are cities and states in New York and like California. Yeah. And states. It's right? it's like, a trade. It's it's a trade off. Like I think. Yeah, our, our tax brackets are if you include provincial and federal, there's several <laughs> there's several provinces that have that well over fifty percent, which is insane. The top one. Now, obviously, yeah. if you're making that much money, you figured out a way to 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 get around that some so 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 to speak. But it, it's 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 crazy how much we get taxed. Now, yes, our countries are set up different. Our healthcare, or everything. It's it's mm-hmm. it's hard to compare to the states. But at the end of the day even when you compare apples to apples, like they're just so much better and so much more big. And, and there's just yeah. the best people in the world are all congregating. The thing there. is, is it's like, I think there are Canadians, right? Like there's a lot of very rich and very well and successful Canadians yeah. that are doing cool stuff in Canada. But mm-hmm. I just feel like, I just feel like they're not public about it. They're just yeah. not like, I, I see, saw this tweet by VC called Fadonata, right? Like mm-hmm. awesome dude on Twitter and he's one of the guys that's trying to invest more in the Canadian ecosystem. Mm-hmm. He's saying that like in Canada there isn't enough FOMO because people don't haven't seen what excellence looks like. Yeah. But there's a lot of people doing cool shit, but they're just like kind of quiet about it, right? Yeah. And I kind of agree with that, right? Like I remember there was this uh, article like years ago by uh the CEO of Shopify, which is one of the companies that hasn't been shy about being like we are fucking proudly Canadian yeah. and we will not go to the States. Yeah. Uh, like part of our culture is being Canadian and mm-hmm. being proud about it. Mm-hmm. And that like, we don't need to go to They've the States. They've put our shit on the map. Billion dude. They've put our shit they on the map. They are the darling. <laughs> they are like the Google of Canada. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In terms of like big tech company. Yeah. But he made an article saying like Globe and Mail is like, yo, Canadians need to be fucking more arrogant. Yeah. Right? And not in a mean yeah. way, but like they need to show off the work. They need to be prideful. They yeah. not they can't they can't be very sorry, shy, nice about it. Yeah. Like to like like the stereotypical Canadian. Right. Yeah. We gotta like be like, yo, we're doing cool shit so that in turn other budding talent and other Canadians will be like, yo, shit, something cool is happening here. Yeah. I should probably stay here. It is crazy. And I think with it, it the other thing too that people forget is like we are neighbored to the biggest, most powerful country in the world, right? It's not like, it, we're, and we just happen to be their next door neighbor, and so like of course the sort of proximity to the biggest, best country, so to speak, in the world is going to be always, you know, attractive to anybody, and so I think. Yeah definitely there are things that companies can do if they want to retain talent or attract talent or make it better. But like it's woven into the culture and universities for these sort of high talent people that are coming out with these fantastic degrees. It's like get to the fucking States. And like, even the professors would say that even like, like whatever, it's like water culture is calorie bust. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, Ivy and and shit like that. It's, it's, that's just how it is, bro. Because it's just, dude, I'm reading the stats, right? Stat right now. It's, this is crazy. 85% of Waterloo software engineering grads move to the U S on graduating. Dude, like they are the, they are like. Silicon Valley, like really looks picks Waterloo Eng. Like it is like, that's why it's so touted is because people go on to make millions and millions of dollars working, working out West. Yeah. So I don't really think there's much of an answer. I think, I think Toronto is still also finding its identity. Exactly. Like, like, 
I'm, I'm speaking Toronto specifically because that's the be- biggest like Canadian context that I have like growing up from like close to there. Yeah. Not even just like in in business and like tech. I think in like culture and like the arts, right? Like even in the music scene, like the like the the pop culture rap mm-hmm. scene, like like you, you know, still like, finding its still legs. Find, still finding its legs, man. And it's it's gotten a lot better in the past, like I'd say five years. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is to do with you know my boy Drake yeah. and also the Raptors, yeah, and like Toronto sports teams winning and seeing a bit of success. But it's still it's still getting there. They're still trying to find its identity and. I don't know what that is. I don't know what edge Toronto really has. But like when they find that, oh, lean into it, baby. Because because we 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 know, we from Toronto know we got something special going on. Yeah. Right? We just haven't figured it out fully yet. <laughs> but we're kind of like in on the secret. It's like, yo, we know this could be a world class city. We just don't know what's gonna take it there. Yeah. It is a world class city. I, I can't lie. Well, Toronto is a world class city and it has a lot of diverse attractive sort of aspects to it so it'll be interesting to see how that evolves over time but there are promising startups that come out of toronto and, and canada and and uh, even vancouver and shit so dude what's this yeah, uh man. what's this tom brady uh, vitalik thing I, I think i saw a little <laughs> bit of that yeah this is just like the the meme of the century man like time and if you don't know time is like that magazine that does like the time person of the year right? yeah like just talk about like greatness in the world and shit like they put like vitalik on a vitalik's like the the um, co-founder of ethereum and they put him on the cover like, of i guess this month's uh episode not episode uh, issue sorry yeah i'm trying to find that word yeah but it was just a very awkward photo I and mean, Vitalik's kind of like an awkward guy pretty skinny dude and just like lanky and like you know you know very very like tech founder wears like the same shirt like kind of like zuck right like yeah yes he doesn't want to cho- like you know you know zuck, zuck doesn't need to make another decision in his life every single day so he wear the same thing but you know Vitalik's cool guy but like in this picture it wasn't the most flattering pic he doesn't have eyebrows just- dude like that's what it is like Lizzie- if you look that if you re- shower. if you we realize whenever somebody like looks kind of off just look at their eyebrows yeah. and that'll probably that'll probably tell you what the hell's going on so. <laughs> hey honestly hey hey good call but people were just roasting on twitter it, it just it's just kind of funny i think the italics kind of like Whenever there's a picture of him, where like him interacting in the wild, like it's, it's, he kind of becomes a meme, and people were like comparing him with Tom Brady, like kind of saying he looks like a skinny Tom Brady, bro. Like you know, like this guy just looks like the clone of Tom Brady. Keeps locked in a basement to youth periodically feed to stay oh youthful, or, or something, right? And and it's funny because like Vitalik responds to this. He's like, "Yo, these quotes are so funny." I don't even know who Tom Brady is, but I highly recommend uh, like like reading it, right? Like, like cool. I like I didn't even know who Tom Brady was, and everybody's like, "Of course, man!" Like you were so deep into like creating like the next thing. Yeah, you don't you don't even watch sports. But funny enough, Tom Brady replied. Tom Brady's That's like, "Hey, so I'm sick. a huge fan of you. You're the goat, bro. Like, thank you for thank you for everything you've done in this world, right?" So it's kind of like two goats in like their own fields, like collab. yeah. He's um, well, he's with FTX now. He's he's a big brand sponsor of them. I think he's probably. Probably like a shareholder too, like a yeah, share- dude. Crypt, all these crypto companies, Coinbase, like uh, you know, FTX, even like Cash App now, like they got them Square Pockets, bro, or Block Pockets, <laughs> Block um, and pockets, they're like, yeah. yeah, Block Pockets, and they're leaning more into like traditional sports and like getting crypto everywhere. What are your thoughts on all that, man? What are your thoughts With, on all these big crypto companies like yeah. going into main, like they're they're sponsoring like you know big big arenas crypto.com arena right like they're they're sponsoring like your traditional athletes right mm. like going to like the gaming scene and all it, it, literally all pockets of like pop culture 
they're like dipping their toes in. What so, are your thoughts at all? so I, I mean, selfishly, <laughs> it's great to see that crypto is legitimizing a bit more. And so when it's in the zeitgeist and it's in the sort Big of word, yeah, <laughs> when it, when it's, when it's, when it's more popularized and there's, everybody's heard of crypto at this point. Even if you don't know what crypto is, you've heard the word crypto or crypto or Bitcoin or whatever. And it doesn't matter what your thoughts are. It is very popular now. And so when that happens, typically, you know, there's more legit companies that emerge. And what's really interesting is like for me, I just, I just, I just love to see it because now I'm like, yo, all these fucking crypto companies are going to come. They're going to pay me a bag and they're actually going to be legit. So I can actually do something with them as opposed to telling them to fucking kick rocks because they're sketch. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. But second, like, I think it's great, but it's just like so new money, which is funny because that's the name of the show. But it's so new money to like lavishly fucking throw your money at the wall and see what happens. It's like so millennial, so like Gen Z of the way to do it is just to like lavishly throw like billions of dollars or however much right. as, a, as an industry. And it's it's crazy because they literally can. These crypto companies are the best in the world at making money right now. Yeah. Right? Yes. No other company That's is good at exactly making money right. than like an FTX. Yeah. Right? They just know the game. The money is in crypto right now. Crazy market, right? Like they, they just got that back. Yeah. Right? Where else are they going to put it? And they're dropping stacks, Tom Brady. dude. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're putting in Tom Brady. They're putting into major creators. The biggest finance creators are in... FTX is in their pockets, bro. Like it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So wait, is the term they're in their pockets or who's in whose pockets? Well, how do you how do you say that? <laughs> I don't know, man. But they're paying them. They're, they're paying, paying them a them bag. Big. I can't remember. They're paying like, them a bag, whether you like it or not, right? Like whether like oh, man, I'm just looking at Tom Brady's profile picture right now. He has like the 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 the, the glowing eyes where yeah. like everybody that's into Bitcoin like put like it's a stupid trend. Oh, but like does he actually see, have see that. What? Oh my god! Yeah, he has that. He has the pop. Also, oh, he's there. actually like but, um, crypto, crypto, eh? He's crypto, bro, crypto, bro. Well, I, and I don't know if it's true or not, but like they're paying him millions and millions of dollars to make one tweet per month. And uh, I mean, I take that, bro. Like everybody's got a price, right? But whether you like it or not, man, like crypto is like, going in the mainstream. It, um, it is, and and it's like it, it's it's tough because I know a lot of people are very, very like non like anti crypto, right? Yeah. And and like seeing stuff like this, like your favorite football player favorite basketball player favorite traditional celebrity like just like shell something that you personally think is a scam yeah will that like the thought of the company is like oh they'll educate them more right that they'll like you know kind of convert or like kind of understand or want to learn more about crypto but i feel like in most cases it's pushing them out being like yo this shit is so scummy yeah like well i i don't know you could say it depends on how big the person is because eventually you get to a, a, a point where it becomes legit because of the people that are talking about it. And so yeah. it, it, it literally like is a self-fulfilling sort of prophecy. And so like eventually people are like on board and that's what kind of happened with Bitcoin. I, and I hope that's the, I hope that that's the trade. At least people like want to like go do their own research mm-hmm. and, and, and take a look and see like what the hell is going on. Yeah. Right? Rather than like, yo, this shit's a scam. It's a well, the thing is, dude, there's such a stigma around NFTs now, just because of all the fucking shit that's happened. We've talked about it several times on the show. It is, yeah. disgusting how how badly people have fucked up nfts and like you could see it from a mile away this is going to be people are going to run away with this and just fuck yeah. everybody and there's just going to be carnage and it's going to be awful and people are going to hate nfts dude like i hear like dude everybody hates nfts like no joke 
OpenSea, by the way, I think, I don't know if we talked about it. Their trading volume's down like, I think 30, 40% since like the start of the year. Like they are like in a bear market themselves as a company. And so they had that massive leak. And now nobody's fucking around with NFTs because market pulls back. Everybody's like, fuck all that shit. Speculative assets, risk off assets, whatever. And like even kids, like it's, it's just not as, you know, nobody's trading it as much. It's not in, no, not yeah. talked about. And like so many people are getting fucked, bro. Like we talked about like, I can't name, there's so many major celebrities. Every celebrity that you think would do an NFT has done an NFT. Every celebrity and that same celebrity has probably rug pulled their their community. And so like, it's like, even with legit NFTs, like now yeah, you have to do yeah, so I much get, to legitimize it, them. Yeah, I think with obviously like how the market's performing, right? And like, uh, like looming recession and all that jazz, right? Like, like NFTs are just digital collectibles, right? right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, sure. We, we talk about like the ones that have um, real world have, like, value yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and all that, right? But yeah. like collectibles, like what in a recession, right? Like how do they perform? I, I'm just actually I actually I don't, don't know. know, like off the top of my head, but typically alternative assets flows dude flows run returns a lot of times and so right. if you have huge huge inflows typically right. you're going to perform well and if you have huge outflows or like st stagnant like you know uh right uh flow then like it's probably not going to do well just because yeah. my, my whole my whole thought was just like alts would perform worse or like the trading volume would i would i would because, i would suspect that as well like yeah because because people want to put their stuff in more safe like less risky things and mm -hmm. like to me, like like the crypto market's so volatile, like the NFT market's so volatile that like it's like, hey, like with the market down, I'm just gonna take this shit out and put in something safer, right? So that might that might explain the 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 dip in OpenSea activity. Yeah, and like speaking, like OpenSea is just like I don't know. I damn, I don't know. It's just it's tough to see. So hopefully, it's things tough. things you know, I might start looking into it more because now it's like sort of like out of the radar and so it's like maybe there's actually some value you could pick out there but i don't know <laughs> kind of moving in dude did you see the a that amc invested in a mining company <laughs> no i haven't so dude so amc do they spent 27.9 million to become about a quarter owner i think it's like 22 percent of highcroft which is yeah. a gold and silver miner that's um they're in a liquidity <laughs> crunch so basically it's this broke fucking mining company and it's it bailed them out and so their ceo called it <laughs> he called it a bold diversification move and uh, bold is an understatement yeah fucking you're telling me man and so like, oh afc man. i don't i don't i don't understand what it was and and the, the the reasoning behind this is this like kind of like a meme for the reddit community to like give them something to chew on like I'm dead ass. Yo, that, I was just thinking the same thing. That actually like, matters. What? That actually matters. Retail's a huge shareholder in AMC, bro. Like as we know from last year. And so like right. it's 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 incredible to think that he could be doing things to appease them. Yeah, is he just giving Wall Street bets content for six months, uh, but uh, until they make their next legitimate or illegitimate? Like I would call that a degen trade, like a degen investment. Like that's what it seems <laughs> a, like. That's it just a seems degen acquisition. Like right absolutely. Oh no, they, they, they uh, investment. Oh, they yeah. just bought. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right, right. But yeah, yeah. That's uh, they're just playing into the hands of uh, the their, their investors. You know, what yeah. I mean? Like they're they're doing what they would do. Exactly. Make a meme investment. But that that's so funny. Yeah, and like. Out of nowhere. I, I just I just think it's like the most ridiculous, like, I don't know. I, I just thought to throw that in there. But yo, March Madness started and there's some pretty 
First of all, are you watching March Madness? I'm paying attention a little bit. Dude, um, it's I just missed crazy. my bracket at work, but I know like there's some teams doing the upsets, man. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Going on that. Yeah. Yep. Little, little run. They're in the Sweet 16 right now. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. That That is pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome to see. So sick. But did you do a bracket this year? Nah, like, bro, I, I saw this stat. I just missed my bracket, man. No, was, you was, didn't. Was you just, what would you Yeah, would you yeah, yeah. I was, I was supposed to. No, like, I just missed it, like, in terms of, like, getting it in. But, oh, um, you, oh, I thought you meant you, like, nailed, like, most no, of the games. No, 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 no. No, not sure. No shot. No, I think everybody's brackets are busted. That's so funny, bro. I um, there's like a nine, one in like nine point two quintillion like chance of like getting a perfect <laughs> bracket. Yeah, before. it's fucked. So, I think it's there's some pretty fucking crazy stats on this. So, six hundred and thirteen million. So that's how much the, uh, the NCAA pays out to conferences for the men's tournament in uh, l- last year, out of. Yeah. 800 million in NCAA revenue for hosting the tournament. So that's pretty fucking insane. 2 million bucks is the uh, approximate payout for men's teams that uh, played in 2021, which increased like three or 400 grand per year over every year. And so that's pretty crazy. There's a $35 million gap between the men's and the women's tournament. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge thing that has been in the the media a lot is like the pay gap. But yo, I mean- what are your thoughts on that? Because obviously, you know, they're diff- they're, they're they're the same, but they're different in some ways. And so obviously the the sort of token argument that gets brought up is like, well, it's just the deals, it's the branding, it's the broadcast, it's the viewership and that's what drives it. Do you think it's more than that? Do you think it's 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 a function of just like men's versus women di- uh, men versus yeah, women dynamics? I, I think or? the yeah, the big argument is like, yo, like women's sports in terms of at least like basketball right like you you can say like in in different sports like like tennis or something right like it's it's still it's fairly even i'm I'm like don't quote me on that one but like the argument is that like oh like women's basketball is like less Mm -hmm. entertaining to watch so there's less viewership and then in turn like less revenue in turn like they get paid it's like a trickle down effect right which i'm like okay i do understand that Mm -hmm. from a purely economical standpoint Mm -hmm. but it's like what do you do to solve this, right? Like, what do you what do you do yeah. to like, what what what's the solution here? And instead of like, oh, women are worse, like like basketball players, and yeah. they're less entertaining to watch, and therefore like fuck that, right? Yeah. Like, shouldn't we be thinking of ways of of how to like market them better? Yeah, right. Like how to like make watching like make it more and, like, hype. Women's NCAA make like WNBA more hype, which I think like honestly, I've been seeing a lot. That's more a great in the past, point, man. Like, three four five years like mainly the past like two three years like WNBA has been like marketing themselves a lot 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 better yeah right and and it's 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 like you could tell with like the re i don't know if they did a rebrand but like with like the orange like the orange hoodies with uh with with the logo on it Mm -hmm. right like them like leaning more into social media like getting like help from like the traditional not traditional but like the big ig accounts yeah right like a lot more like female like sports um out there right like we got like Paige Beckers out here. Yeah, um, Paige Beckers, yeah. We got, we got Paige Beckers out here. Like, she's signing big brand deals, man. Yeah. And she's, like, they're putting her on. They're marketing her really well. Like, that's the stuff that I want to see. And that's the stuff that, like, will drive more revenue and more viewership and create more storylines in WNBA that people want to follow along. Yeah. Right? Like, I, 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 can, I can talk about this for hours and talk about, like, why, like, certain sports do better than others because, like, they just have better storylines, dude. Right? I'm telling like, you, that's that's such sports a, is stories. Dude, that's that's opinion, it, it is stories, and like that's such a good point because think about tennis, dude. Dude, I'd watch 
a Serena match just as much as I watch a Nadal match, just as much as I watch an Osaka right. match, just as much. Right. It is like, I, I don't know the date off my top of my head. I don't put one over the other at all. Like they, they are marketed so Dude, well. I, if I would have bet, right? Like, and, and, and like, obviously I don't know the number, right? I'm sure like in terms of like the, the difference between pay and also like probably revenue, I'd say it's the least amount in tennis. Like maybe, maybe it's like harder to tell. Like if, if like, you know, the difference between like a women's like scale gap and like a men's scale gap in tennis, right? Than it is in like something like basketball, which is like easier. But like also like the storylines in tennis are great, right? Yeah. Like the 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 stories, the characters that they built up, right? The goat Serena Williams, her sister, right? The yeah. up and coming people, yeah. right? Um, like it's very easy to tell a story around like those individuals, mm -hmm. right? Which draws more people to me like i'm like who's naomi Os osaka right who's this girl from canada that's fucking like beating serena williams Dude, on her home yeah, turf, man, right yeah. like that shit's dope right and and sports is all about stories it and is about stories has been such a has been like at least men's nba has been such a good like like you know they're they're really good at telling stories yeah. right? like how MVP how, how race, do we do that you know, right speculation all that stuff yeah. right like media blowing everything up it's like yeah like media toxic all that but like bro like these storylines are like what keeps us watching yeah right? as much as you want to shut in the media there's such an integral role of like keeping people engaged and keeping people wanting to watch right how do we do that for like women's sports that's dude right? that's such a good point and i honestly haven't thought about it deeply but when you bring that up it i think it, it dude it is a marketing problem because there are sports where everybody universally is just interested and gives a fuck about what's going on. And so whenever I hear that argument about like, well, it's just because it's women, it's like, dude, that's not fucking true. Like there, yeah. there are women's and, and sports maybe, that are compelling and, and, as fuck, you know? Exactly. And maybe like for like basketball, it might require a different type of storytelling. Maybe you can't tell the same stories for like men's basketball and female and women's basketball, right? Maybe you need to like try different angles, mm -hmm. but like that, like, if the players are there and they're passionate about the game and like there, there is a game, there's something to tell, right? Yeah. There's some story to tell, right? And, and it's like the WNBA has gotten a lot better at that. They do. They, they really have they, with their brand. Yeah, stuff, absolutely. Right? And I think even with the Olympics, like you think about the Olympics, dude, like, I mean, the Olympics are sort of a special case because it's the Olympics. Everybody's cool. Watching anything from the Olympics is cool. So it has that sort of cachet, but like, like, Dude, the Chinese American skier. Right. There was a huge story around her and her brand deals. Huge she made like 40, 50 million in brand deals and things like that. Right. Like, right. and so like, and 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 you you talk about the goat gymnast Simone Biles, massive story, right. huge marketable athlete. Women have potential to be extremely marketable, and so like I think, yeah, I understand where they're coming from. It's like there are case study after case study over decades of like. Right. successful right. people give a fuck when right. serena williams like I, exactly you know what i mean it's the story built around them was just great right and i do understand the argument about like if you put two like male and female side by side right sports for something like at, at least basketball right you can tell one is like that that like males are just naturally right mm -hmm. and this is just natural like, like this this is literally just all genetics and biological stuff i'm, I'm just stating facts <laughs> that like they're more athletic right, right. but that does, that shouldn't matter right? that, shouldn't that shouldn't matter, matter no. because if you can tell a good and compelling story about like teams and like, individual players and all that right like like dude like any sport is just as like appealing uh like male versus female so. Yeah, so it's interesting to see if they'll care because the NCAA has typically been behind the eight ball 
in general on everything, yeah. <laughs> except yeah, for making yeah. money I, this I mean, year. I mean, know? let's see, let's see how Paige Backers is doing. Yeah. Like she, she's crushing, right? Like there, there's a there's a narrative being formed around her being like the greatest potential, greatest female uh, basketball player, like ever, like young star, all that. Mm-hmm. Right? She's getting big deals with like Cash App and traditional. Uh, stock X and like yeah. big deal. I'm like, yo, I'm seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing it. That's hey, cool. NIL is coming to effect, man. These these uh, athletes are getting paid. Which, hey, let's go. Yeah, let's go. About fucking time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that that was fucked up. That they they weren't getting. They couldn't use their own likeness. I'm imagine not, how much money Zion would have made. Oh my god. Just, just yeah. imagine. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, he well, he's probably getting rolling. paid under the table. Let's let's be honest. Oh, right? 100, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But imagine if Jordan could have signed him like the day he like yeah. entered entered into like college yeah. man it'd be an over yeah right like they're itching to sign it and they finally signed yeah. it right after uh, he, he uh he you know declared so, so nil is really an interesting thing and it, 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 just to think about conceptually i can't market myself like think about that like i can't talk about myself dude like, you can't talk about yourself you, there have been so many stories like imagine if you you nate kennedy were in college right playing some professional sport like five years ago and you had this podcast and you made money off the podcast and they found out that you're making money off this financial literacy podcast that has nothing nothing to do with sports you would have to make a decision between dropping your like fucking brainchild 400k follower like like you know like your brand deals all that jazz put the drop that all away or choose sports dude so like this happened and one of the biggest youtubers in football is his name's destroying do you know destroying He's that, the case exactly. study. That, that's the and story he said right he that's said middle finger study. and he dropped out and now he's got this fucking dude. His video, I love his videos. Like I watch his videos. Right, like they're so right. jokes. And he's yeah. He's awesome. And context wise, yeah. If you guys don't know who Destroying is, man, look into his story. That's exactly what happened to him, right? Mm-hmm. Like what I described right there. He decided to choose YouTube because he had so much fun doing YouTube, right? And he really thought he could make something. He took a bet on himself, right? And became YouTuber, right? Yeah. Instead of like. I don't, I don't know like how good he was, but I'm assuming like he had. He was at UCF, sort of, dude. Like, he was a pretty good kick, uh, punter, kicker. Right, like he had some like pers- he had some like you know chance to make the NFL, right? Or if not, like to make money yeah. off of being an athlete, right? Right, like like professionally, right? right? Um, so when that whole NIL thing came out, right? Like I'm sure he went like he was tweeting a lot about how like yo how emotional it was, right? Yeah. Like, how, and truly, he walked and he like those case studies, like like him, like he's the guy so, for that like, shit. These athletes like, could. He's the guy make for that money shit. Today. Yeah. So nuts, man. Yeah. Nuts. I, I I encourage anybody that like is very curious about like NIL and like all this shit and like how athletes have been wrong for years and years and years, go look into the, what destroying like his whole story. It's 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 awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's fucking sweet. Um, dude, I saw this thing just to kind of pivot away, but uh there's this like bullshit article about like how the UK government's drafting or proposing a bill that could send tech and social media execs at companies like Meta, Google, TikTok to jail for up to two years for non-compliance. <laughs> what does that even mean? Bro, literally, first of all, no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how, how is that gonna happen? I, like, I don't know. Why even like, that just seems like one of those crazy things that like some super, super left-wing person just like screams from the top of the, actually, you know what? With big tech, super left-wing and super right-wing hate them. They actually hated by mm. both sides, like the the, the mm-hmm. sort of extreme sides. So I could see like a that is very true. It is true. <laughs> Think about it. That is very true. Like AOC yeah. and you know Ted Cruz don't like Meta. <laughs> you know, like, well, yeah, it makes sense. One is like, hey, fake news. The other is like, you're too powerful. I mean, both sides are like, you're too powerful. Yeah. So, hey, I, 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 you know, 
Fair. Yeah, politicians <laughs> just don't fair, like fair. big tech. But uh, clearly, like under the spill, the, the pan yeah could face jail time for failing to reply to regulators' requests in a timely manner. And like it's saying that there is a shot for it to be passed. And if it, it's funny because like, look, I'm, I, they have like Apple in here, yeah, Meta, Google, TikTok, okay, like an Apple, right? Whatever, like, dude, Apple. Let's see, Apple market cap three trillion dollars. What's the UK GDP, bro? <laughs> UK GDP two point seven trillion dollars. I, I, this doesn't mean anything. I just yeah. wanted to search it up just for, for if my your market cap's bigger but, than your annual but, GDP. But the fact yeah. that like, dude, like. What's the stat? And I think I've said this on this podcast before that if you add like the three or five biggest tech companies in the in the world, they, they're like bigger than any country GDP. Yeah, like, in the entire world. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like how that's fucked. It that's is fucked. actually like I don't know what the implication of that is, but that is power right there. Yeah. And that, like like that that should be a thing. Yeah. It, the the amount of wealth <laughs> that's at the top and like oh man, it's 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 like these companies really are the most innovative, most amazing, most spectacular companies that have ever existed in, in our in our history. So I'll give them that. But it's just like insanity. Nobody understands. I don't even think me and you understand how big they actually are. Unless you're like in yeah. that company or you're at the top or your top exec and you like know, yeah. then you feel how the gravity. you truly have. Oh man. Right? Like you can move elections. They, they have do elections, move elections, right? Yes. Right? Like like in, in times of tragedy, in times of thing, right? They, they could choose to, do whatever, mm -hmm. right? They could choose to move anything, right? <laughs> yeah, so man. it's it's uh, it's power. It's man. If that shit's not used for good, like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one malicious <laughs> motherfucker, you know, if, yeah. if, if one of these tech CEOs were actually like you know, malicious, like, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, like, not neither of us like understand the gravity. I, I actually so. don't think we do. But really quick, just to touch on Russia Ukraine, we're not gonna get too too deep into it. it things like. Seems like things are sort of at a, a stalemate, just kind of not much ground being made up. And it, it seems as though like I think they're entering actual proper negotiations with like directly, I think, Putin and, and Zelensky. And so like I don't know if anything's gonna come from it every time I look. I mean, last time I was pretty negative, I'm still pretty negative on the whole outlook because there isn't anything to be really be positive in terms of like progress. And like every time I see it, I get an alert, it's like Ukraine rejects offer from Russia to take some part of Maripol or like Russia rejects Ukraine's offer. So it doesn't look like there's progress. The only thing I did see was that there was like a, there was like a, a pat, like a, a potential peace bill or like a point plan that like okay. both sides have, have like been like, okay, if these things happen, this could happen. So there's talks of like, there's like a, I was listening to the All In Pod, and they were talking about how, like, the surface area of Russia and the surface area of Ukraine. There's like a Venn diagram. There's sort of, there's sort of like a sweet spot that they could get to if they just continue to massage it. And so, like, the U.S. has been sort of, I don't know, they're not really like really playing a big role in diplomacy in terms of like massaging that because, like, I don't know, none of the other countries really want them to, which is weird for the U.S. Usually, the U.S. runs shit. So, I think. It's not really all that positive. There is that story, but like, I don't know, man. There's just every day. It's just it's 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 hard to keep up with because it's just it is tough to see. But have you been keeping up with any of it at all? Yeah, um, it's tough. Man. It is. Tough. I I feel like I did I did a lot in the beginning, right? And, and and it's it's like it's been pushed further, like like into my Twitter feeds, like every further down down as i as yeah. i'm like man like it's it's a lot of the same 
like it's 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 tough man yeah, it's tough man. but i do see it in my export every single day and it's just like damn like it's it's still going yeah like, i'm so privileged to, to tune that out yeah <laughs> yeah and like not not look at it but yeah like, I, I know things are still going so but, so hopefully things um, improve a bit and and you know there's a little bit more progress yeah, yeah. and well, I, I, what, what i have been seeing though like and they've been showing up in my algorithm a lot is uh some of my favorite youtubers yes theory they're actually in ukraine right now um they're like, in ukraine in, in in poland in poland border ukraine right like okay. um helping out like on the grounds right they did a fundraiser right like i think they they pretty much said like hey like we as and especially them like as international storytellers like travel storytellers right like people with a very international community right like like they they felt a responsibility to go like like to to there and help out and like rally their community right mm -hmm. and it's like yeah they could have done a fundraiser like a lot of creators and like celebrities and people did right like but the fact that like they they like are telling us the stories right mm -hmm. like they yeah they're going to shoot content right like they're going to like put stuff on their stories and their spread awareness but them themselves like on boots on the ground like helping out is so impactful mm -hmm. to the international community to want to like see like hey like my favorite youtubers are actually going out and making a difference like mm -hmm. let me donate let me see how that is help, really right? cool and with that like they raised like over 500k like euros wow um they're like they're like just like assembling like their polish community like ukrainian community you know, put the put like a team together and like to help out how they can right and it's really cool to see and, like they truly believe that like as people with an audience right you have an, uh, you have a responsibility to like like talk about like the important shit in world in the world when like shit like this happens yeah and it's really awesome to see them mobilize like a big community online community for good yeah um, that's so that's i've been seeing really, a lot of super that dope. And, and and it's that's cool because like that at least is a little bit more positive of like people trying to make some change and trying to help out so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that's uh that's what I've been that's good at. man i i think i actually don't know i think it's gonna draw drag on like i if i were to guess you know what is it march 21st I would guess it's going to continue to drag on and that, you know, each side is going to try to get concessions out of the other side. And now they're in a negotiation in terms of like, how much can I get out of this shit? And both of them are thinking the same thing. One thing last, we'll close it. And then we'll close off with this Amazon story, which is jokes. But um, I saw that there was this national broadcast of Putin and there was a stadium full of Russians stadium Jeez. tens of thousands of people cheering and rushing and rushing and cheering and cheering cheering dude it would look like a soccer game like a russian soccer right. game is is how i would um describe it it looked like a dog and pony show it didn't look like it looked like people clapping and enjoying whatever it really looked like propaganda 101 like get a ton of people and just like make nice. it look like it's a certain type of way it did not yeah. feel all paid actors. Man. I just maybe that's because <laughs> we're that, maybe that's because we're from the West and like we don't yeah. we we can't fathom that they actually support what's going on because we don't right. know what they know and like what they don't know or whatever and we don't know what we don't sure. know whatever the sure. fuck right so there's like a sure sure so so maybe that's why I'm saying that but like right I don't know it just there's this there's this thing that happened where what happened was Putin starts speaking and then he starts speaking and then. It just cuts away and it goes to like a, a shot of like this concert that was happening three hours prior. So he's talking, 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 and bang, it just goes off script. And and it just like basically as if somebody like hit him or like tackled him or something. It was really fishy, super fishy. Right. And, you know, of course, the Russian media was saying, oh, it was a glitch. It was like a whatever. I'm like, 
I don't know, you're in a stadium full of people and Putin starts speaking for like within the first minute and you cut away right away. Yeah. What do you think happened? What do you think happened? So, so you're saying you're saying they cut away to like a concert, like a different clip. They cut away to a concert that was three hours prior. So basically, it was a live event. It was a live thing, and then it cut away. Right. Dude, so, so, so you're t- what it sounds like is that they're using the crowd for the concert three hours ago to 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 like be like, oh, look at how many people are cheering. For Maybe is, is that what happened? I'm more so saying if they're there were people there and he actually was live and there actually was yeah. a talk and he got, and it just abruptly cut away for some reason. That's yeah. super suspicious. Something must've right. happened and it's not going to get out, but I wouldn't be right. surprised. Like something, I don't think he got shot what's, or anything, what's, but like somebody oh. made a run up on him or something like that. Cause oh, that's what that's, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, what, that's what you say. That's what you're going to Dude, it's shit crazy out there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I do and that would know. make sense. Maybe, there, yeah, that's going maybe on. there's like a five second delay and they, they quickly, uh, they quickly run. That he has fire. four. Uh, my, um, my girlfriend's uh, mom was telling me that she was reading this thing. He has like four layers of security. He's got his immediate security. He's got, and it. then, and I guess presidents move like that or like leaders move like that. Is his immediate he's the security? Most wanted man in the world right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. People want him dead. And like, He's, and he's got like uh, external and he probably had snipers everywhere. When I was speaking, when I was hearing him speak, I was like, this guy probably has like a hundred snipers in this arena. If he's actually <laughs> in the arena, I don't, maybe he wasn't yeah, even, maybe yeah, it was yeah, just a dog yeah. and pony show. Like I said. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was just insane, bro. It's just fucking crazy. Right, right, um, right, right. But dude, yeah, yeah. just to close off. So MGM bought or Amazon bought MGM for 8.5 bill, dude, which is fucked. That's that's like insane. a legacy I, I no m- movie. Like it's the line. Did that it, come out today? I, I that, saw. I read that in the doc. I'm like, what? Read that today. So I, I saw it and put it in the doc today. MGM guys, you know when you're watching a movie and you see that tiger or the tiger, the lion come and he says and he like roars and shit, and then you're like, you guys probably know. Like there was a fucking what the hell was that? That was not a roar, but like, yeah, that's what it is. It's the production company, I'd imagine, and so. The company yeah. launched the streaming service, Prime Video, right? And they launched that in 06. And they started their own film and TV studio in 2010. So they were kind of ahead of this. But EU regulators like, like were okayed it. And then now they just own MGM Studios, which is like one of the most like premier, like, well, I don't know where it actually stands now, but it's one of like the OG, you know, studios in, in old Hollywood, right? So pretty crazy shit man they've done things like rocky james bond the pink panther a ton of they did handmaid's tale vikings which are tv shows so they're like for amazon to own that dude yeah they got resort companies man mgm grand las vegas do they own that or is that just mgm grand no no yeah yeah that's it that's it i'm pretty sure them. yeah man like that that's dude amazon's just expanding their uh and, and my, my implication from this is like, first, I mean, obviously Amazon's got deep pockets, like, mm-hmm. fuck, of course, like eight bill, yeah. whatever, right? But also like, <laughs> yo, they've been acquiring a lot of like assets, like in terms of like IP yes. of like media lately, yes. right? Like with, like, I mean, with Prime Video, like just, just like spitting out all this stuff. They, they acquired something else recently, did they? In terms of like IP stuff? I think so. Um, they've been, they've been uh, on a like, tear, dude. Yeah, they've been on a tear, but like, dude, with, with Prime Video like ramping up, right? Like, they launched their own streaming services, obviously with like Twitch as well, and like, like Twitch trying to like buy out streamers and like 
having them like stream exclusively on Twitch, right? They're they're leaning heavily into the IP stuff. Yeah. Right? With Amazon As Music with exclusives, right? With like the Kanye stuff, like concerts, like exclusively on Amazon Music and all that, right? Like they they know they they're in the IP game, bro. Yes. They're in the media game now, and they got pockets to just buy catalogs and catalogs <laughs> of like traditional media and new media. Yeah. That like they're they're they've been a key player at least in gaming for a long time yeah. with Twitch, but now like just across all media. Yeah, that's right? it's fucking crazy. And so like to see this go down is fantastic and mortifying at the same time because fantastic because Amazon Prime Video is going to get better. There's economies of scale. We're going to get better content, so it's good for the consumer for the most part. It's also terrifying because it's just getting more and more concentrated and you know, it's it's just kind of scary when you think about Amazon's going to own everything. They're going to own what you eat. They're going to own what you order. They're going to own what you watch. They're going to own everything, dude. It's 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 crazy. And it's like m- most people would be like, okay, then whatever. But like, I don't know. I just think that like that's the whole point of why we have anti-competition and like whatever is because when you, power is so concentrated, it tends to obviously lack diversity and it tends to, you know, Go bad <laughs> when they when there's too, yeah, too concentrated yeah. Like, comp- yeah. Co- I mean, competition is just always a good thing for the yeah. consumer, right? Yeah. But when when you got a monopoly or an oligopoly, bro, it, like shit gets shit gets scary. That that's what's happening in tech. Amazon's just so unique, yeah. And 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 what they do and 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 their strategy, it's I swear to fucking god, Ivan, their strategy is world domination. Like it has to be. That is Jeff Bezos's strategy. Have you, have you seen Bezos, bro? Have you seen the way that guy moves in public clips, bro? The way he laughs, bro? <laughs> yeah. Straight up. This guy is Lex Luthor, bro, but in the flesh. He is, man. He just laughs. He's got his maniacal fucking laugh that he has. Yeah. And it's Have just, you seen that clip of him, like, moving the hands? Like, there was, like, this stuff. Like, he put on these gloves and they controlled these hands. Like, these large, big claw hands behind no him. No way. Right? It looked, like, straight out of fucking, like, movie, bro. Are you serious? Straight, like, straight, like supervillain, like, arc. Like it was insane. That's I gotta send you that so way. funny. Yeah, send me, send that to yeah. me, send that to me, man. But, bro, I don't know. I, it's just interesting. I, I love. I think big tech's so interesting to follow. Like, there's always some bullshit that's going on, and um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just jokes. Last thing, last thing, last thing that I want to talk about. Speaking of like streaming services, Disney, Disney Plus, you know, but mm. Disney, their CEO Bob Shapek or Shapek. Do you see that shit that's happening with the Florida thing? No. So basically what he said was there's this Florida bill, I think, that's being passed that's going to, and I might be butchering this, but it's the don't say gay bill where you you don't talk about like sexualized stuff for young uh, kids in classrooms or something like that. And like it's a sort of like a regressive thing to limit like speech around that kind of stuff. Right. And it seems to be from what I've seen, pretty like, yeah, pretty regressive. So Disney employs thousands and thousands and thousands. They're one of the biggest employers in Florida with Disney right. World, Disney, or sorry, oh, Disneyland yeah, yeah. and things like that. And right. they just have offices. I mean, they're a massive company, but like Florida, they're, they're very concentrated there too. And California, obviously. Yeah. And so like, he basically was just like, yeah, like, <laughs> he basically was like, yeah, like I probably shouldn't say anything. Like I swear to God, he was like, he. What did he say? He said, hey, nobody, C- nobody clipped this out of CEOs, CEOs usually make nothing statements, and I'm just not gonna have a statement on this because it's. He he t- took a neutral stance, and he got lambasted. Like 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 he just got 
obliterated for destroyed. that. Destroyed by his company internally and externally in the media. And so he backtracked and he was like, no, 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 never mind. I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm with this or I'm against this. Sorry. Like I'm going to petition against this, all this kind of shit. And like now they're still like, that's still not enough. And so like, there's just a lot of internal conflict with Disney. So it's interesting to see. I was just thinking that's about, about Disney, about like how progressive they usually are and like how united yeah. they usually are. And they're a similar company where they're, ambitions are to like kind of like take over content and things like that yeah yeah i don't know disney literally owns everything bro. everything dude. <laughs> disney owns everything in media speaking about we're talking about media and shit but disney is the big daddy yeah bro. so if they're doing shit like that bro that's scary because yo again they have the power to literally like shut like affect free speech yeah by, like all this media that they own, if they right? don't they say could, that that's they, why he's they, getting they, they yeah affect childhoods right yeah. like yo if they if they decide to like push some narrative which maybe they have in the past i don't know if they have in the past right like that's that's fucked up that's scary man well disney's disney's um, a very left leading company in general from what i've seen right. I, I think it's very progressive so i think that's why there was such a backlash is because right. bob Iger, like basically positioned them as that with a lot of things that came out i remember roseanne <laughs> um back when that whole thing happened there was like a, a racial thing that happened he took like a hard stance on that he was like against trump there's some like trump shit that happened he was like against him or whatever so it's a left-leaning company and for him to kind of just like be like yeah i'm not gonna say anything because statements by ceos don't do anything was probably a, a big myth miss and like i think mm -hmm. that just kind of speaks to like yo like it's just contextual to the company. Like if Amazon said, we're not going to speak on it. Like everybody already hates Amazon. So nobody would give a fuck, but like, because it's Disney, it's just like magical fair. place. Very fair. It's, it's interesting, bro. It really is.